I'm putting them on. Amen. God bless you. Those of you on our social media, pray that you can hear us. Amen. That you can see us. Please, please let us know through the chat box. If you cannot hear me, if there's reason that I may have not connected you and the sound that you, um, would please send something in the chat box and that way we'll know that you cannot hear us. Amen. So let's go into prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you again. We bless you. Exalt your name, your wonderful name, wonderful God. There's so many wonderful mm-hmm. things that we could say about you, Lord God. We would run out of uh, the English voca- vocabulary for all of the good things that we can say and, and bestow upon our God, our King. And so, Lord, tonight as we come, we're so grateful, God. We're so grateful for the opportunity to come and be able to freely study your word, Lord. We just thank you for mm-hmm. the liberty and freedom that we we have in this country that we can praise our God, that we can uh, send your word over social media, Lord. We just thank you that you're broadcast on television networks and radio stations. Father, we thank you that the gospel is going across the nations, across the world. And so, Father, our prayer is that hearts will be receptive to receive what the uh, Spirit is saying, oh God. We pray for mm-hmm. salvation of the souls of men, those who are lost, that they will be found by your word. Lord, we thank Thank you for those that are on this line that want a deeper and more intimate relationship with you. They want to know you better, oh God. And so, Father, we ask on tonight that Holy Spirit would illuminate our our hearts, that we will hear and be obedient to your word, that we will be open to what your word is instructing us on tonight. God, we thank you for your word because we know that your word is transforming our lives is doing a new thing in each and every vessel under the sound of my voice. We thank you, Lord, that, that there are those that can say that they're being delivered. They're being set free. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, that your word is spirit. Your word is life. Lord, we thank you on tonight. Oh God, that your word, hallelujah, is a demonstration of who you are and the power that is in you. We thank you that as your word goes forth on tonight, as the scripture says that as the word went forth, oh God, that it healed. And so God, we thank you for divine healing of our bodies, our mind, and our soul on tonight, Jesus. We believe in miracle signs and wonders, Lord, because we're in your presence, even though we're in different homes and we're looking on different social media networks. God, I believe in the power of the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost is able to do uh, 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 all things through you, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord, for those that may have gathered on this line tonight, fatigue, those that may have come that were heavy burden. Lord God, we ask that the word will lift up the burden on tonight in the name of Jesus. We pray for uh, uh, words of encouragement and hope, oh God, in your people. And Father, those that who are not saved that may stumble across uh, this, this teaching on tonight, Father, by by way of the social media, by way of sharing this message, Lord God, we pray for salvation. We pray for souls to be saved in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. And we glorify you right now. We pray for divine strength. We pray for your anointing, oh God. We bind up lethargy. We bind up tiredness, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, ignite us on the inside. Make us hunger and thirst for your word on tonight, Lord, in the name of Jesus. God, we celebrate being able to come together, hallelujah, as a church on this line to hear what you have to say, oh God, to bless us 
us with your presence. Holy Ghost, move the way you want. Do what you want to do on this line. We simply get in agreement with you. Hallelujah. And we work alongside you, oh God. Because, Lord, if you're not in the midst, it's nothing but tinkling brass, Lord. So, Father, we need the manifestation of your presence and your power and your anointing on this line. Not just for the teacher, but for the hearers as well, Lord. I ask it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I ask it, Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I believe by faith that it is done. Father, that it is done, that it is done. It is done in the name of Jesus. And so wherever you are, just say hallelujah. Amen. If you're in agreement to the prayer that has gone forth so far, hallelujah in Jesus name. Good evening, uh, Sister Michelle. We see you on the social media network. And so tonight we're kind of going a little different. We're still talking about uh, the believer's authority Uh, so it's a little different in the lesson, but it's very interesting. So I wanted to, 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 to bring this thought, uh, on, on tonight. So we're going to open up in, uh, Exodus 32. So, uh, get your Bibles, Exodus, Exodus 32, uh, starting with verse seven through 14, Exodus 32 verses seven through 14. And while you're doing that, I just want to make mention that on next Thursday, we will not be having Bible study because we will be in consecration and a solemn assembly, uh, as a body of Christ at, uh, him hope international ministries. So we want to come together as a church body and we will be in prayer and fasting and repentance and all of that. Um, those, those, those necessary, um, spiritual disciplines. So we will not meet on next Thursday, uh, because we will be meeting as a church, uh, hope international ministries during the week of our solemn assembly. Amen. And so Exodus 32 at verses uh, seven through 14. I'm going to go there as well. Praise God. Everybody sounds good. I guess looks good. Amen. I just see you there. I don't see faces on the zoom, but I see people there. Amen. And I definitely heard sister uh, Sharon. Now let me just say this now, if you have anything to say, any input you want to share Please feel free on the, um, as we did on last week, please feel free to uh, open up the phone lines over here on the Zoom, or you can text it in the chat uh, on uh, the conference line, you know, the star six yourself. And yes, on um, social media, we can read the chat. So every now and then I do peek over to the chat and see um, if anyone has any comments. All right. So we're in uh, Exodus 32. You should be there already. I've been talking and I'm getting there right now. And we want to start at verse seven and I'm going to read all the way to verse 14. And I have the new King James version. Amen. Exodus 32, seven through 14. And it reads as follows. Amen. And the Lord said to Moses, go get down for your people whom you brought out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way, which I commanded them. They have made themselves a molded calf and worshiped it and sacrificed to it and said, this is your God of Israel that brought you out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people and indeed it is a stiff necked people. 
Verse 10. Now, therefore, let me alone that my wrath may burn hot against them and I may consume them and I will make of you a great nation. Then Moses pleaded with the Lord, his God and said, Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people? whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand. Verse 12, why should the Egyptians speak and say, he brought them out to harm them, to kill them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth. Turn from your fierce wrath and relent from this harm to your people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, to whom you sworn by your own self and said to them, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven. And all this land that I have spoken of, I give to your descendants and they shall inherit it forever. Verse 14. So the Lord, so the Lord relented, relented from the harm, which he said, he said he would do to his people. So the Lord relented from the harm, which he said he would do to his people. So we've read, um, Exodus chapter 32 verses uh, seven through 10 focus, uh, scriptures focus scripture is going to be 11, 11 through 14. And so we see it Exodus 32. It is an old Testament passage that we as, um, intercessors, a lot of us as intercessors and prayer warriors, Amen. That we often cite uh, when people teach spiritual warfare and intercession. And so the key scripture, again, 32, 11 through 14 says, Moses besought the Lord, his God, and said, Lord, why does thy wax hot against thy people, which thou brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Wherefore should the Egyptians speak and say, for mischief, did he bring them out to slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from thy fierce wrath and repent of this evil against thy people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servants, to whom thou swear by thine own self and said unto them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven. And all this land that I have spoken of will I give unto your seed and they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord repented of the evil, which he thought to do unto his people. Amen. Those are key verses there. And so this is a, um, this is a classic example of old Testament intercession. This is a classic example, sister Sharon, of what we said, of what we would view as an old Testament, um, intercession, a type of intercession. And so Moses here in the scripture, he confronts God. Now, you know, uh, God had brought uh, his people out of Egypt. He delivered them. And um, Moses is on the mountain and Jesus is a uh, God is there. And he is uh, writing with his finger. Hallelujah. The 10 commandments. And so he leaves the people for 40 days and 40 nights. He's with God. He's fasting. He's before him. God is giving him instruction, preparing the 10 commandments. And all the while, while uh, Moses is in the presence of God, the people are acting a fool. Amen. They're acting a fool. And so here we see Moses 
um, confronting God because God's hot. All right. Can I just not, you know, I, I know we could talk, you know, theological, but let's just take it. Let's, let's make it irrelevant. <laughs> Amen. Mm-hmm. And so God has done all of this for the people. Moses is away before God getting the instructions and they're down there cutting a fool. So now you can only imagine, I can imagine God. Now, listen, I'm not even, you know, nowhere in that predicament as, as bringing a people out of bondage. And then, and then they're going to, you know, just do everything to violate those things that have taught them after going through great, great links to, to, to deliver them and bring them out. So God was upset and I'm probably putting it lightly. And so Moses confronts God, right? Because God's like, you know what? I, I, these are stiff neck, crazy knucklehead people. I'm sick of them. I'm just going to just wipe them out. God was going to wipe them out. Wipe mm-hmm. them totally out. And he was going to begin a new uh, set of people through Moses. So he was going to just wipe them out. He was done. He was upset. He was mad. Amen. And so here's Moses. Moses confronts God. And he tells God, listen, God, why don't you just, just, just think about this thing, uh, before you, you turn your wrath on, on these people, on your people. Now, listen, this is the, this is the interesting thing, right? When, when, when God was doing all of the miracles, right. In, in Egypt, uh, to, to persuade Pharaoh to let his people go, right. He was like, let my people go. Right. They were his people. Then now they down here acting a fool, right? They down here acting a fool. And God's like, Moses, get your people. (laughs) And you know how we do that with your kids. And I know I've done that with my kids, you know, Mm -hmm. with my son, I'll, I'll say, you know, like when he's doing good, you know, I used to say to my ex husband, you know, it's our son. But when he was acting like a knucklehead, I'd be like, you need to get your son. Amen. Get your son. So here's God. God is furious. He was like, they went from being my people, let my people go to Moses. You need to go. You need to go handle your people. <laughs> see, this is why, this is why I cannot wait to get to heaven, right? To see God because he has jokes. You know what? He really is humorous. Amen. So now they're Moses's people, but all along they were his people. And so here's Moses confronting God. Uh, told him, uh, God, you know, d- d- just turn from your, your fierce, fierce wrath, right? Don't, don't do it. God, I, I know what you, what you want to do, but God don't do this to your people. Now you did this and you, and then if you wipe these people out, your people out, if you wipe your people out, then the people, uh, the, the, the Egyptians and all would think that you're not all that powerful. You're not the God that you, 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 um, had, uh, 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 uh had, 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 uh, we thought you were amen. And so he begins mm-hmm. to talk to God. He begins to, you know, try to bring God's temperament down. And so this would, this would be, or this was appropriate. I would say for Moses uh, at the time of the old Testament, it was appropriate for him to pray uh, be, be like this because Jesus had not yet come and suffer the punishment of our sins. And so what Moses is doing, Sister Mott, he is becoming an intercessor. Amen. He is interceding mm-hmm. 
on the behalf of the people, amen, that have sinned before God. And so now God is turning his wrath. It's almost like the garden. You think back in the garden of Eden, right? When, when, when Adam and Eve, they did their thing and it separated them from God, right? They separated them from God. So they're sinning before God. God is going to pronounce judgment on them, right? Because that's why he's going mm-hmm. to send the wrath. He's pronouncing judgment on them because of their sin. Moses intercedes on the behalf of the people. Amen. And so Moses mm-hmm. could do that prophetess flow. It was appropriate during the old Testament time for him to intercede and pray that way. Because as I said, Jesus had not yet come and suffer the punishment for our sins. But under, mm-hmm. under the new covenant, right? Everything has changed. The old Testament, God's wrath and judgment was going to fall on the people because they had sinned. And the new Testament is different. Jesus has come and he has suffered the punishment of our sins. In other words, he took our judgment. A hallelujah. Glory to God. That's a shout right Mm -hmm. there. I always say that's a shout right there. And so under the new Mm -hmm. covenant, things have changed. Jesus became the intercessor to end all kind of intercession like that. Now, let me get, make it clear intercession. We're talking about when we're, when, when God is pronouncing judgment and you'll see as we go through the lesson that, um, in, in terms of interceding for God to, like Moses to stop the, to stop the judgment. Amen. And the wrath of God, that's no Mm -hmm. longer needed. Amen. Because Mm -hmm. we're new Testament. We're in the new Testament. We're living in grace now. Amen. So Jesus, we know becomes the great intercessor. And so in the new Testament, Jesus became or becomes the mediator who stood between who us and God. Look at first Timothy, go to first Timothy, uh, two and five. Glory to God. Let's say thank you, Jesus, for being our mediator. Glory to God for standing in between the gap between us and God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let me put this up one more. Hallelujah. Are we there? All right. So in first Timothy two and five, it says there is one God. There is one God and one mediator between God and man. And that person, that man, or that man would be Christ Jesus. That person would be Christ Jesus. And so here we have Moses standing in being, it's like he was like a type Jesus. Amen. Because we know, I always say the old Testament are are types and shadows of what was to come in the new Testament. So here Moses is kind of like, you know, standing in like Jesus, he's being that intercessor, being that mediator between the people and God. Amen. And so the mediator, Mm -hmm. you know, if you ever been to court, you ever been to court, they usually have that meet. They have a mediator, right? Before you go before the judge, right? You usually, you usually go to an individual, um, that tries to mediate your, your predicament and say you get, you, you got a, a, a ticket and, and, and you have all these points. And so you meet with him and they kind of, and they, 
meet with you in that back. Am I the only one that ever had a ticket in y'all? Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Because <laughs> it's quiet. Like, everybody know y'all talking like y'all didn't, some of y'all never had a ticket. So you get a ticket, and when you go, you don't necessarily have to pay all the, the ticket. There's a, a, a lawyer that will probably come to you, and he's going to be the mediator between the judge and you. So he tries to come up with some type of agreement. So you, if you have four points, maybe he can negotiate with the, with the judge, you know, maybe get you down to one point. So you have that in-between person, right? And that's what Moses was. He was that in-between person between the people and God. Jesus was the go-between. He bridged the gap, remember, in the garden of, 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 of Eden when, when, when Adam and Eve, they sinned. Amen. And Jesus uh, came and he died and he did, you know, and, 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 he, and he shed his blood and, and those that believe he, he, he you know, we, we, we were saved. Amen. He bridged that gap. He bridged the gap between us and God. Amen. Amen. Because we were separated from God. And so Jesus is the mediator and he still is between us and God. And so first Timothy is saying, this is, this is one, there's one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Jesus Christ. Now, a mediator, as I just said, is someone who stands in between two parties who are in conflict. There was a conflict flow. There was a conflict between the people who were down, who had sinned before God and God. Mm -hmm. There was a conflict between us <laughs> and God. Amen. Mm -hmm. Because of Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. And so a mediator, Jesus is the one who stands between the two parties who are in conflict with each other. And he tries to bring them into harmony, into agreement. Now, antichrist means against or instead of Christ. Antichrist means against or instead of Christ. So now mm -hmm. that Jesus has come, here's the key. Now that Jesus has come and we're under the new covenant, there's only one mediator between God and man. And that's the Lord Jesus Christ, as we just read in first Timothy two and five. And so what does that mean? When we're, when we're, when we're in the, how do I say this? When we are interacting as intercessors and prayer warriors, and we know that we have authority as believers, but there's, 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 there's a place where, where we, we, we should not, um, try to step in that gap. You hear a lot of, um, preachers, uh, and they're praying over cities and, 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 and countries and, and they're decreeing, declaring that there is a wrath, the, the, the wrath of God. Um, you know, the, 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 country, some say the United States that, you know, we're experiencing the wrath of God, the judgment of God. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so what, what, what this lesson is trying to say is, is that we are not under the judgment and wrath of God right? That was in the old Testament. In the new Testament, Jesus has already taken care of that. Amen. So it's not, mm -hmm. and we see all the crazy, y'all know what, I need to thank you for us to say amen. We see all kind of crazy <laughs> stuff going on, especially with the COVID, you know, this, this, it's just been things that have been, that have been, um, unleashed. 
And I believe that there have been seals, there have been doors that have been opened, maybe through, um, mm-hmm. you know, through different people in leadership positions. It opened up doors, it opened up seals, it opened, it released um, more evil into the earth. Amen. And so it's not that, that we're under judgment. Amen. Because Jesus already handled that. Amen. He already paid this. He already paid the price for the sins of the world. He already took the judgment for the world. Y'all, you, you understand what Florence is making sense. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. we are to pray, as intercessors and prayer warriors, that's a prayer that we don't need to pray. God, you know, delivered him from the wrath and, and, and from the judgment because judgment has already been taken care of through Jesus. That's as a, as a, as a country, um, as a city and even personally, amen, which I'm going to get to. All right. So now Jesus has come and we're under new Testament And so there's only one mediator between God and man, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God's God's mercy. Glory. Hallelujah. God's mercy has already been poured out. Saints of God. God's mercy has already been poured out to us through Jesus Christ. He's no longer angry with us over sin. He was angry with them, right? And he was going to, he was going to pass judgment on them. Glory to God. He was going to wipe them out. Right. And he probably would have did that to us had Jesus not come and been the mediator. Glory to God. And so all of the, 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 the anger, all of the, the wrath, uh, that, that should have been imputed on, oh God, I feel like I want to run, uh, that should have been imputed upon us because we were what sinners before God. But God in his mercy, glory to God. He's already poured out to us through Jesus, our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. And so he's no longer angry at us. He's no longer mad. He's no longer wants to, wants to make us suffer. You know, people, God, you know, wants to do, make you suffer. And you know, he's, you know, these things are happening to me. Y'all know what I'm saying. Hallelujah. This has happened yeah, to me know, because of the things I've what? done. Go you ahead. Yes. Go ahead. Honey. My favorite line, you know, I hear people saying, they try to say America's a goat nation. And I want to tell them, well, as soon as you leave this nation, we'll be a cheat nation again. <laughs> Amen. Amen, Sister Sharon. You know, because it's very crazy. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they're blaming God for COVID. And I'm thinking, that, well, maybe we should say, change the way we sing the song. I am the God that heals these, but I'm also the God that makes you be sick. I am confused that have right. no sense. Absolutely. Because that's what it seems like. Right. If God is healing us and making us sick, he, he's confused. Thank you. Makes sense, right? Why would a God yeah. would, that would send his only begotten son, right, for our stead, take on the wrath of God, Jesus took all of the wrath, the wrath. If you, if you think back in the old Testament, how he was going to wipe them out, how angry he was, how upset beyond upset. That's how he felt towards us because of the sin that had entered the world, right? In the separation, he was upset. So he's, instead of us having the face going to hell, glory to God. Preachers don't want to teach hell. They don't want to talk. They don't even want to say hell, but let me tell you, hell is real. Hell is real. 
is real. Read mm-hmm. Revelations. Amen. Hell is real. And so had Jesus not did what he did. Amen. If God had not loved us, hallelujah, like, like he loves us. Amen. Then we would have been destined to eternal separation and separation from God would be eternity in hell. That's separate. God ain't going to be in hell. Amen. Jesus ain't going to be in hell. That's eternal separation. Amen. But God, he he poured out all of that wrath that we really did deserve, right? We really did because we really have, you know, we really have sin. (laughs) We we still do. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But thank God. Thank God that, that Jesus said, Father, I'll go and I'll pay the penalty for their sins. I'll take the wrath. Remember on the cross, Jesus said, Father, why have thou forsaken me? He had to say, Jesus, God had to, had to turn away. He put all of his wrath, all of his anger. He placed it on God for our sins. And he had to turn away from his son and let his son endure our pity. Really, it should have been us. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. It really, it was us in him. Glory to God. But, 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 but what, but, but, but God's mercy saints of God has already been poured out to us through the Lord Jesus Christ. He no longer, he's no longer angry with us over sin. And sister Sharon made a good point. Why would God, and that makes so much sense. Thank you, sister Sharon. Why would a, why would God th- that loves us sent his son, right? To, to, to pay the penalty and price for our, for our sins and establish a relationship back with him. Why would he send COVID on COVID on us? Why would he send sickness and disease? What, what, you know, what, what kind of God would do that to the people that he loved, that he sent his only begotten son? Why would someone sacrifice their only begotten son only to put all kinds of sickness and disease and stuff on, on the same people that he poured out his love for through his son? See, the, this is the issue. Here's the issue. It, it, it's when we, when we disobey, right? When we disobey God's word and when we walk in unbelief, we open the doors to the enemy. It's not, it's not that God is pouring out wrath. That's settled. That's done. It's when we disobey his instructions, his word, his commandments, his principles, however you want to word it. When we do, we open the door to the enemy. All right. If I continue to eat a whole lot of salt, right? And eat and don't eat right. Eat a lot of salt, sugar, don't exercise, you know, just become a glut. Just eat, eat, eat. There's there's going to be a consequence to that. It's going to open the door for, for things to start to affect my body. When I make poor decisions about things that weren't lined with the word of God, it opens the door. See, sister Sharon was right. We blame God for stuff and it's really us. I keep saying Mm -hmm. it's an implosion. Mm -hmm. It's not God. We're trying to put the scapegoat on. No, God has left us what we are to do for any situation in our life. Anything you're going through, he has word in here that we are to be operating in, obeying and doing. And so when we don't do it, why, why do we get instructions? What, what, what's the purpose of instructions? What's the purpose of them? 
What? What? Anybody? Somebody? Why do we have instructions? Why do we have God's word? I know Florence is like, I'm not going to talk. I already know she's, <laughs> she's like somebody else. <laughs> but nobody's going to talk, Flo. I'm even looking on the you note. They're not talking over there either. I don't see them on, on, the, on the social media. Why would God give us instructions? It's just like the, 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 the parent. When you tell the kids, right? And I always, that's another example, you know, because I can't think of one real quick off the top of my head. When you instruct them and you tell them, don't touch the hot pot. Why are you telling him not to touch the hot pot? You're giving him instructions. I'm telling you, don't put your hand on that hot pot. Why are you giving him them those instructions? What's the purpose of it? Go ahead, Flo. Say something. <laughs> why would you, if your parent is giving you instruction on not to touch the pot, why? So you won't be burned. So you won't get burnt. You won't get hurt. Amen. You won't get a physical ailment. You won't, you know, you won't, nothing bad will happen to you. All right. So here's the word of God. These are his instructions. He's telling us and he's leaving these instructions for us so that we won't open the door for the enemy, that he could come into our life and cause all kinds of habit, all kinds of, 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 of sickness, all kinds of a lack of peace, a, a lack of joy. Amen. So, so this, this book is not just a book that's pretty and we just sit and we look at it. This is a pretty book because it's kind of new. You know, my old books are raggedy. I told Florence, they're so raggedy, but I can't throw out the Bible. I know, I know. It's something about it. I'm like, Lord, I know this book is raggedy. The pages are falling out and I have to find out where the pages go, but I can't throw your word out. Amen. So I just hold on to the book. I hold on to it. But this is our instruction. Amen. This is what we have to follow. When we don't follow it, it's not, it's, it's not, I always said it's not God. We're causing an implosion. We're opening the door for the enemy to come in and cause havoc in our lives when we don't obey. This is why God has given us the book, the Bible. Amen. We must saints of God. And I, and I keep saying, it, I'm going to say it until I cannot say ever say it again. We have to study this word. We must get into the word of God and we must utilize it and we must apply it. It's time out. It's too late. We can't just, you know, go to church and, and hear a good sermon now and feel good. No, this is life and death. Things are heating up. You can see, you can see the, the, what's going on in the earth. We must begin now to walk and, and, and implement the word of God. Amen. So that we will see victory in our lives. We must do this saints of God. I feel it in my heart. I feel it. Florence, I feel like I almost want to cry sometime because that's how vital it is. And so we, 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 we pick it up on Sunday, maybe on a Wednesday or Tuesday, uh, whatever your Bible study, but we must pick it up. We must get into it. We must ask Holy spirit, Holy spirit, please illuminate this word. Help me to understand it in a way that I can apply it to my life. We cannot be lazy anymore. Glory to God. We can't just be, you know, mm -hmm. just put it on the preacher to preach. No, you have to do this thing. Saints of God, please hear what I'm saying. 
I feel an urgency in my spirit and I know it's the Holy Spirit. Amen. We all been lackadaisical. You know, the Lord, you know, beckoning us to come and pray. He's calling us to open up the word and read a scripture and we get busy and we kind of just override what the Lord is, is, is drawing us or beckoning us and wooing us to do. But I'm, I am imploring you today to please, this is the time saints, I'm including myself. This is the time that we must get serious about our walk. It is not religion where we just, we just, you know, we just sit under the word and get happy and, you know, go to church to just get a pep talk. And so that I can make it through the week. It's that's not going to do it anymore. It's not going to do it. Please hear mm-hmm. what I'm saying. It's not going to work mm-hmm. anymore. You're going to be defeated and you're going to, you, you're going, you're going to go week to week trying to get that fix on a Sunday. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I see you, sister Marie says, amen. It's going to be a week to week fix and it's not going to work because mm-hmm. the times are changing. God is doing something different in the earth. And I believe sister Mott, I believe, uh, uh, prophetess flow. Amen. Thank mm-hmm. you. I'll So they won't get burnt. You're right. Mm-hmm. I, and I, and I feel such a strong, I feel such a strong pull here. Mm-hmm. I feel such a strong pull here. Amen. I feel such a strong pull. And so we must saints of God, you got, you have to do this. And, and I know there are times, you know, I have to study and prepare for tonight and on Sundays. And there are times that I, I, I don't want to do that. I want to watch TV. <laughs> I'm being honest. I want to watch television. I want to, you know, bake some baking, baked goods. And, but I realize this is life or death, not just, you know, because I'm called as the pastor, but it's life and death for me as well. You hear mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because the, it, 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 mm-hmm. it, this is, this is, this is just a, 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 a we just a surface here. Uh, I don't think things will get better. Um, we're already not in church. They, you know, you look at it now that we, we thank God for the social media where we can still come together. But I just believe that the, the things are going to get more challenging for the believer. Amen. And we saw that over mm-hmm. the last couple of years, if you look back, Things went really wacky, real strange. You see people coming out of the woodwork now, people that were hidden and, 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 and the things that they believed in. And now they're bold. Amen. We hear that they, they that they're uh, trying to, to blow up some of the black colleges. I, you know, it's just wickedness and evil. It is being mm-hmm. personified in the earth. Something has been released and it's not the wrath. It's just sin has personified. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And where sin is evil is. And so now you see evil people don't even care anymore. People don't they, like the Florence said, the young man told me everybody lies. Lying is the, is the thing. It's the culture. Now we lie. We cheat. We're prejudiced. <laughs> you know, we'll tell you in front of your face. It's nothing hidden now. It's just, so we really have to get into the word of God and become rooted and grounded. No longer for real church as usual. Amen. 
It's, 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 it, it really isn't. Amen. And so going back, let me go. I went on to kind of be deviated for a minute, but God's mercy has already been poured out to us through the Lord Jesus Christ. And so he no longer, he's no longer angry with us over our sin. And so here's the wonderful thing here, right? Uh, that, that, that he is no longer angry with us over sin. Though through sin and unbelief, we we're in the process of destroying ourselves. So it's not God, as Sister Sharon said, in the wrath of God, it's through sin and unbelief that we're um, in the process of destroying ourselves. We're allowing, or we're opening up doors to the devil, and he's taking full advantage of it. You know, I used to say the enemy a lot, but I need to say the devil there because some people think that he ain't real and hell's not real. All right, so we gotta say who he is. And so there's a major, thank you, Florence. There's a major difference between the Old Testament and New Testament. Since God has already placed upon his son the judgment of our sins that we deserved, we don't have to be judged. Hallelujah. Why do we sin, pastor? Why do we sin? I told you why we sin. Because we're disobedient, right? We don't don't follow the, the commandments of the Lord and because of unbelief. But here's the wonderful thing what Jesus has done for us. He, he took on our sins in exchange for his righteousness. Right. And so that's why we could say that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It's not that we're right. And we do everything right. How many on here do everything right? Don't say anything. How many on here don't ever sin? Don't say anything <laughs> because we do, but we are clothed. Hey, Shandarobose. We're clothed in his righteousness. And so even when we mess up, right? I love teaching this. Even when we mess up, even when we miss the mark, glory to God, God sees us in Jesus. It's like Jesus covers us. We're, it's like, like he said, that we, that, that we're, we're, we're clothed in righteousness. So when he sees us, he doesn't see our sins, right? He sees us righteous. He sees us right with him. Glory to God. And so I don't know why people always get old, you know, if I'm going to make it, if you have sincerely opened your heart to Jesus Christ, if you have sincerely received Jesus as your Lord and savior, we all going to mess up. We all going to mess up. I believe, you know, if you might be able to get to that place. If you really, you know, really get your mind sanctified and really that you can walk the walk. I believe there may be people that, that can. But a lot of people, they, they still in that, in that, in that process of sanctification. Amen. So we're in that. We go to glory, to glory, to glory. And so when we mess up, it's like those that are, that can see me, you know, this is us. You see this little, this little plug here. This is you, Donna Cell. Amen. So this is, this is, this is us. And, and so I messed up. I cussed somebody out. I always put that cussing one in, right, Flo? I cussed somebody out mm-hmm. today. I <laughs> lied on my taxes and cheated. Amen. I stole paper from the job and made copies. Uh, that's for, you know, some of the teachers on the line. Mm. Made copies. We can't do it anymore because now they had a security code when I last left there. But yeah, they used to make copies and do, you know, you know the, the, the bulletins and stuff with the jobs paper. That's stealing. Amen. And so I've, I've messed up. I've sinned, right? But I'm clothed in righteousness. I'm in Christ Jesus. So here's, 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 here's me clothed in righteousness in Christ Jesus. I'm God. And I'm looking down at sister Donna cell. 
Now, Donna Selman messed up. Donna Selman, just playing. I know you're on here. You know, you know, I'm just using you as an example. <laughs> Donna Selman messed up about 10 times today, 20 times a day. She just messed up. Amen. But she at least said, Lord, I'm sorry. I know I missed it. I know I shouldn't have said that. I know I shouldn't have went off. I know I shouldn't have had that attitude. But here's God. You know, we don't beat ourselves up and think we're going to get the wrath of God. God's going to send some kind of sickness or disease on us, right? No, because when God looks at us, he doesn't see our sins. He sees us clothed in what? In righteousness. Still right with God. But you have to see yourself clothed. Now that's when, that's the problem. When you start seeing yourself as righteous, right? And right standing with God, then you'll start walking that righteousness. You'll start to, you'll start to walk in it. Amen. So some of the things that you used to do, you don't want to do anymore because now I see who I am in Christ. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm right with God. It makes me feel good about that. And so these are the things that I do. I obey his word. Amen. And I obey him. Not because I'm afraid. I hear you. Holy ghost. Not because I'm afraid mm-hmm. that he's going to send wrath. Cause we already dealt with that. Jesus already handled that for those who are saved. Amen. So I, 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 mm-hmm. I I'm obedient to him because I love him. God, I hear you on tonight. Yeah. My God. See some people, you know, they, mm-hmm. they, they, they're under the, the, the commandments, right? The old Testament commandments. You know, if I don't do this, the wrath is going to come. This going to come. No, no. Jesus already dealt with that, dealt with that for those of us who were saved. He's dealt with that. But I don't sin. I choose not to sin. I choose to obey God's word. Why? Because I realize what God has done for me through Jesus. I appreciate it. Y'all hear what I'm saying? That make it, does that make a sense, Sister Ma, in Providence Flow? Amen. We don't, you know, the, the old church used to put fear and, and fear in us. You know, you're going to burn in hell. and then, and then. Okay, but we're saved. If you're really, truly saved, right? Because some people, you know, we, I, they perpetrate, you know, mm-hmm. you got, you know, some people be perpetrating, you know. But when you're sure enough saved and you know in your heart that you love Jesus Christ, you love God, and and, and I want to follow him the best I can, God, I and I know there's some things in my life that are not pleasing in your sight. And I'm asking God that you would just help me, help me because I desire it. But I, but God is not going to put, put, put the wrath and judgment on you if you're saved. Amen. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do that, but he'll deliver us. And some people snap mm-hmm. and some people a process, but I don't deliver When you're saved, I feel the anointing when you're saved for real. You don't purposely sin. You don't just decide, I don't care what God says. I'm going out here and I'm going to cheat on my wife, cheat on my husband. I don't care what the Lord says. I'm going to go ahead and steal this money out of the box here in the store. You don't purposely, not with the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. Because first of all, the Holy Spirit, he won't even give you peace if you do that. Amen. And so we, 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 we adhere to God's principles, not out of fear. You know, you know, I like what um, Proverbs 26 and 3 says. Mm-hmm. It says, the curse causes shall not come. If we don't do anything to cause a curse, no one can curse us. Because what God has blessed, nobody can curse. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And that's why it's so important for us to know who we are in Christ. It's so important to know what, what we have in him. Believe it or not, even though we're, we're, you know, this is 2022, there's still people that believe that because they, they, they sin that, that God put the sickness in, in, in all of this. No, it's called the devil. And it's called that we opened up the door somewhere in our lives. Sometimes it's, and I believe sometimes there's lines in our family, this family, but it can stop with us. You could denounce it now that it doesn't go further in your family. Amen. It's the spirits that, 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 that kind of attached to a family, you know, because you ever see a family like the, the mother was an alcoholic, her mother was an alcoholic, the kids were out. It's just like a spirit that attaches, but we have power. And we can cut that, that thing. We can, we can, we can, we can sever that thing that it doesn't go any further in the family line. Amen. But saints of God, we have to, we, we can't just sit in the pews and just, you know, pray. So you got to start opening up your mouth. I start opening up my mouth. I start decreeing de- and declaring God's word. I'm believing God. I told Florence that the scripture says that, that those that put their trust in him, that, that we will not be put to shame. And I said, God, I trust your word. I trust everything you're telling me. And so God, you said that I will not be put to shame. I trust him like that. I be, I'm believing him. And it, ta- it, 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 it took some time. Glory to God. A little wishy-washy. Mm. But at this point, God, I believe you. I'm believing you because you said it. And you you said that you are you cannot lie. You will not lie. You, you cannot. Lying is not in you. You are truth. Personified. You mm. are truth. You are the definition of truth. Truth is you. And so when we get to that point, just like I was telling you about the book I was reading, this, this gentleman, he was like, I'm believing God for this, for this orphanage, orphanage. Amen. I got to put my glasses on to see what you're saying over here. Glory to God. God, <laughs> glory to God. I see you. Thank you, sister Marie. Glory to God. And he said, I will, he said, I'm not going to take a cent. God said he would supply all of our need. Amen. And so every time the need came, what did they do? They went to God. Now, God, you know that the kids need milk. We don't have any more money. This is through the whole duration. The whole, he never complained. He never put it, you know how we put it out there. Lord, I, you know, we really kind of lacking. You know, people might hear it and they might, no, never opened their mouth, never shared it. They, they believed that God would supply and see when we, I believe when we get to that place in God, Florence, mm. hallelujah, Sister Marie. I believe yeah. we'll start to see the miraculous. We have not tapped into it because mm. we're still afraid that he ain't. He may, he may not. Maybe he will. <laughs> but God will do it. I believe he will do it. I believe he's going to do it. I put it for the ministry. I said, God, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't start hoping to national ministry. Hallelujah. Glory to God for it to go under. Lord, we walked in obedience. We did what you told us to do. And here we go. God, you said we would not be put to shame. And it seemed like every time I get a little discouraged, here's somebody will come along. Thank you, Sister Marie. Yes, he will. Praise God. Somebody will come along. Somebody will will join um, the channel. And I just keep on trucking. I'm telling you, he's been doing miraculous things. Amen. Glory to God. Can anybody just believe God with me on tonight for some stuff in your own lives? 
Glory to God. Some yeah. stuff that you're struggling with. Glory to God. Can you just believe? Glory that he can do mm. it. He can deliver. He can make a way out of no way. Glory to God. He can heal. He can do these things. We're going to shut the door of the enemy. Sometimes we complain. When we complain, we're opening the door. When we're speaking negativity, mm-hmm. we're opening the door. When we're walking in doubt, we're opening the door. When we're listening to the knuckleheads that are feeding us stuff, hallelujah, because they don't believe, we're opening the door. Connect yourself with some people that believe God, hallelujah, that believe God, and they can believe him with you. Because you're going to have some people, right, Flo? You're going to have some people. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If you believe God, just type, I believe God. Come on, type it wherever you are. Type it on that, on the YouTube channel over here. Type it over here in front of me in this Zoom. And Sister Martin Florence, y'all could just say amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I keep telling people this is the year of manifestation and it is the year of manifestation. But I told them on Sunday, Sister Mott, it is the year of manifestation, but you got to do your part. You have to get in this word. Glory to God. And you, hallelujah. I see you, Sister Marie. You have to get in this, in this word and begin to confess it uh, and and decree it, Sister Mott, and believe that God's going to do what he said he's going to do concerning your situation. What we've been doing, we've been like, oh, God's going to manifest. Oh yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We shouted over the New Year's Eve service. Oh, we shouted. Amen. He's going to do, he's going to drop it down and open up the wood and it's just going to drop and this is going to happen and this is going to open. God said, you need to get this word and start working the seed. You need to start planting seed, putting the seed in your Mm. heart, decreeing it. This is the seed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You got to start putting this seed in your heart. Glory to God and start decreeing and declaring it and watering it, praying over it, speaking it, believing it, trusting God. God, you're not going to listen. You said, Lord, you said it in your word. You told me you're going to save my family. You're going to say, God, this to see, get your seed out of the word, get a scripture to stand on. Yeah. Today I found, I got a scripture. I said, Lord, hallelujah. I see you brother. Al. He said, I believe I got this scripture. I said, listen, and I put it on social media. It says, blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted. And I still, I know it's two years, but I still have times with dealing with the death of my mom. And I grabbed hold of it. I said, that's my seed. And every time I start to feel a little sadness, every time my mind starts wandering back, I put it on God. I said, God, you said, blessed, glory to God. Blessed yeah, are, yeah. Are, are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. You said you would comfort me, Lord God. And that you're going to keep me glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's my seed. That's the word that I'm standing on and I'm believing God to comfort me. And then he says, weeping, mm, yes, Shonda, weeping, weeping. Hallelujah. Uh, 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 shall, shall what? Give me the scripture. Weeping shall, 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 shall mm. endure for, for, for a night. But then he says, what? Joy, but joy cometh in the morning. And I keep playing that song by Israel. My joy is when I wake up. My joy is when I step out of it. My joy is when I snap out of it. Glory to God. Can I just have somebody say hallelujah? Hallelujah. Come on, Sister Marie. Type hallelujah. Glory to God. Sister, Sister Mike, glory to God. Anything you got to say. Prophetess flow. Hallelujah. I know we kind of deviated, but that's what we do with him. I'm learning to move with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. We ain't in tradition. 
We ain't what they did back. We do what the Holy Ghost says do. And hallelujah. And I believe that when he does it, he knows what we stand in need of. He knows who's on yeah. this line. He knows who needs to hear what is being said on tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God, Sister Marie. Yes, glory to God. Glory to God. That's my mm. seed. Blessed are they that mm. mourn. Oh, my God. I'm like, Lord, I know the scripture. It's not that I don't know, you know, it's part. I know it, but I forgot it. And all of a sudden, God brought it this morning as one of the, as, as the, as the scripture of the day. And I grabbed Mm -hmm. hold of that thing. I grabbed hold of it. Glory to God. I grabbed hold of it. And so he comforts me. (laughs) He comforts me. When it gets a little rough, I say, God, this is what you said. And it deviates mm. my thoughts from it. And I begin to meditate on him comforting me. Hallelujah. And seeing, yes, weeping does endure for a night. But my joy, my joy is in him comforting me. Glory to God. Keeping my mind stayed on him. Glory to God. Amen. I hear you, Albert. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Glory mm. to God. God is good, saints. God Mm -hmm. is good. God is good. And so, I mean, I had so many other notes down in here. Glory to God. Let me just end with this because I know it's nine o'clock. Let me tell you how God, how we, as we were saying earlier with Sister Maude and I, that, 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 that the wrath of, of God has already been handled through, through Jesus. Right. And so we don't have to worry about, 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 about the United States or any other country because there's, there's believers in, in all over the world. But, but we don't have to worry about, but about God passing judgment on the United States. You know why? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why. Let me give you right here. In, 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 in Genesis 18, 23 and 26, and I'm just about finished. In Genesis 18, 23 and 26, when you get a chance, go to that. Genesis 18, 23 to 26. It says, Abraham drew near and said, wilt thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Preadventure, there be 50 righteous. We're talking about Sodom and Gomorrah, right? He says, preadventure, there be 50 righteous within the city. Wilt thou also destroy and not spare the place for the 50 righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner to slay the righteous with the wicked and that the righteous should be as the wicked that be far from thee shall not the judge of all the earth do right. And the Lord said, if I find in Solomon 50 righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. Abraham negotiated with God again, Old Testament. He was that mediator. Abraham negotiated with God all the way down to 10 people without even factoring Jesus atonement into the equation and forgetting about the new covenant. This passage shows us that God will not destroy a city or country if there are righteous people therein. We're here. Yeah. We're here. It's an example here in Solomon. So judgment will not come. He will not wipe out the United States. He will not wipe out 
Canada. He was not, if there are righteous people there, here's the example in Genesis. And then when you go the first of the, uh, uh, Thessalonians, the rapture, right? What's this? What was God going to do before God comes down and, 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 and allows the rapture to take place? What's going to happen to the righteous? We out of here. <laughs> so saints of God, mm, mm, mm. hallelujah. I don't know if this made sense to y'all on tonight. I prayed it because it blessed my soul and I pray it blessed your soul over there on, the, uh, over there on the, uh, on the, uh, YouTube and on the zoom glory to God, glory to God. Mm. So you ain't got to worry about the COVID and God wiping out everybody. He ain't going to wipe out. He ain't going to put, he's not going to place judgment on the United States and pretty much most of the the, the countries in the world because there's righteous people. They're believers like us. Amen. Amen. There are righteous people there, just like in Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I just thank God. And even in the end, even in the end, the, the righteous. Okay. There's two seats. Glory to God. Two seats that, 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 that people going to go to when they leave this earth, you got the great white throne of judgment. That's where the sinner's going to go. Amen. And they're going to be judged. Yeah. They're going to be judged. They're going to be judged because they haven't received Jesus Christ. They're going to be judged for their sins and they'll be thrown into the lake of fire and they're experienced the second death. Amen. But we will go to the judgment seat of Christ and he's going to examine Mm. our lives and we're not going to be penalized in terms of uh, wrath. Amen. But we, but we'll, we'll get rewards. And so your rewards, amen, will be based on what you've done. Amen. So you won't get the wrath. You might lose a reward here and there if you didn't want to beat it. (laughs) Amen. But you won't, you won't find yourself separated from God for eternity. That won't happen to the believer. Now, if you're not a believer, you haven't received God as your Lord and Savior. Amen. Al Mal. If you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Yeah, you're going to face that judgment. Amen. And so our prayer is glory to God. And I'm going to allow prophetess flow to, 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 to offer Christ to anyone that may be listening. Mm-hmm. Amen. And then she's going to pray mm-hmm. us out. But I pray on tonight as we close, glory to God. I pray that you understand. And this is where I hear the Lord that God has not placed any kind of judgment on you to believe curse as sister Mott said, why would he curse us? the believer when he loves us. That's not our God. Amen. And even though you sin, don't believe that you did that, that God has cursed you for sin. No consequences come as the result of sin in our life from being disobedient to the word of God, which opens the door and gives inroads to the enemy to operate in our lives. And so we see consequences of that. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise God. I pray that y'all were blessed on tonight. I, you know, I think I preached myself happy. 
<laughs> I preach my own self happy. Glory to God. I don't know if y'all, amen, but I preach my own self happy because God is so good, saints. He's so good. Beautiful message. Praise God. Beautiful message. Praise God, Sister Mott. We just, I just love God. I love God. And, um, I'm I, I, prophetess. I think I'm really finding my mission. <laughs> my mission is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now I know that I've always been doing that, but right now it's, 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 it's just the reality and the authenticity of it. It may not be preached, but it's going to be teached. And we're going, we're going to preach it from, from generate the uh, uh, Genesis to revelation. And we're going to say what God says. Amen. People could become uncomfortable. They might write me and text me and say, but I'm going to preach this gospel because people need to hear it. Amen. Because God, God desires that no man, no woman, nobody be lost. Jesus already paid the penalty. We just said it. He already did it for the world. All we have to do, all they have to do is receive what Jesus has done. Amen. That's yeah. all they have to do. Yeah. And so, um, again, God bless you. We will not meet on next Thursday. The following Thursday, we'll be back because our church, our church, Hope International Ministries, we will be on, on prayer, prayer line. Amen. But uh, we will not have Bible study. All right. Amen. We love you. Pray you were blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm going to ask. Hallelujah. I still do. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Sister. Sister Prophetess Flo. All right, ma. Amen. Amen. Okay, at this time, we are going Amen. to... Uh, Amen, Brother Al. Uh, Pastor uh, was saying uh, about accepting Christ as our Lord and Savior. And as she was saying that, uh, I thought of this song that used to sing years ago when um, a person would give the uh, invitation to give their life to Christ. And the name of the song was Tomorrow. Mm. You know, and it's like, not today. I'll give my life tomorrow, right? But tomorrow is not promised. Mm. Amen? Amen? So if there's yeah. anyone on the line, amen, that has never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, all and it's simple. It's just acknowledging that you have sinned, amen, that we are, that you are a sinner, amen, and believing that Jesus died on the cross yes, for your God. sins. He took your place. He took all of your sins. Yes, when you accept him as Lord and Savior, he has taken all of your sins and thrown it in the sea of forgetfulness. Mm. And if you confess with your mouth yes. that you believe and you accept him as Lord and Savior, yes, Lord. and it's just that simple, that you are saved, and there's nothing complicated, you don't have to do anything for it, amen? Yes, Jesus. But Jesus paid it all yes, on your behalf. So if there's mm -hmm. anyone on the line, um, if you would like to unmute yourself, you may be interested in uh, accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior. You yes, may God. unmute yourself at this time. Amen. 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 You can also text Amen. us or um, shoot us. Oh, yes. uh, you can shoot us in the chat room um, and we will definitely um, reach out to you. If that be anyone, even at, when this this uh, taping uh, goes up on our uh, our Facebook page um, and then YouTube. You can always um, reach us through the chat or um, through messaging. Amen. All right, properties. Amen. Amen. So we are going to pray and we want to believe God Hallelujah. because we know that His word doesn't come back void. So mm -hmm. we believe God for every soul 
that will be saved on tonight. Amen. Amen. And hallelujah. We're going to go ahead and pray out. Father, we thank you for this word on tonight, Lord God. We just thank you for who you are, Lord God. We thank you because we realize that this word is really doing a work on the inside of us. And we thank you because we know that old things have passed away. Behold, you said, behold, yes. all things are become new, Lord God. So, Lord, we thank you for strengthening us, Lord Jesus, and Lord, for us making that decision to get into your word, God, because we know that the enemy is fighting us concerning getting into the word. So, Father, we thank you even during this week of fasting and praying, Lord God, that we will just not uh, focus, as I said earlier this morning, on not eating, Lord God. But, Lord God, that we would get into your word, that we would get into your presence, Lord God, yes, hallelujah, where there is fullness of joy, Lord God, that you may continue to do the work on the inside of each and every one of us, yes, Lord God. God. And, Father, we just thank you for Pastor on tonight. We thank you for all that she has poured out, Lord Jesus. We ask that you would give back to her, send a refreshing hallelujah for all that she has poured out on your people. And, Lord, we just bless you. We yes. just bless you for her her, Lord Jesus, and all that she means to us, Father God. So, Lord, continue to move by your spirit and by your power, even as we lay our heads down on the pillow on tonight, Lord God, that we would have not just sleep, but that we would have rest in you, Lord God. And, Lord, we will forever give you praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen, 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 and amen. God bless you, and we'll see you guys on the Zoom, uh, not next week, the week after. Amen. God bless you. Know we love you at Hope International Ministries. God bless. Amen. God bless. God bless. Good night, everyone. Same to you, Sister Sharon. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.